Section three of Old Rail Fence Corners. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lynn Thompson. Old Rail Fence Corners. Edited by Lucy Leavenworth Wilder Morris. Mrs. Gideon Pond. 1843. Ninety years old in 1843 in laquapal we had a cow we paid thirty dollars to the red river men for her she had short legs and a shaggy black and white coat she was very gentle she was supposed to have come from cattle we bought to hudson bay by the hudson bay traders in 1843 we visited the falls of st anthony there was only a little mill there with a hut for the soldier who guarded it the falls were wonderful i thought i had never seen anything more beautiful the spray caught the sun and the prismatic colors added to the scene the roaring could be heard a long way off we raised a short-eared corn that was very good and grew abundantly i have never seen any like it since our flour was sent to us from way down the mississippi when we got it it had been wet and was so moldy that we had to chop it out with an axe it took so much soleratus to make anything of it we learned to like wild rice it grew in the shallow lakes an indian would take a canoe and pass along through the rice when it was ripe shaking it into the boat until he had a boatful then take it to the shore to dry i was out to dinner with mr schofield and his wife who came in forty nine it was dark and stormy mrs schofield was first taken home and then mr schofield started for our home we soon found we were lost and drove aimlessly around for some time we came to a rail fence i said perhaps i can find the way i examined this fence carefully and saw that one of the posts was broken then said to mr schofield i know just where we are now i noticed this broken post when i was going to meeting sunday i soon piloted the expedition home in forty three when i was mrs hopkins i was standing with mrs riggs and mrs huggins on the steps of the st louis house the gideon ponds were then living in vacant rooms that any one could occupy in this old hotel little three-year-old edward pond was standing with us he and the little riggs boy had new straw hats that we had bought of the sutler at the fort the wind blew his hat off suddenly we did not see where it went but we did hear him cry we could not find it in the tall grass mrs riggs took her little boy and stood him in the same place and we all watched when the wind blew his hat off we went where it had blown and sure enough there lay the other little hat too the indians standing around laughed long and loud at this strategy captain stephen hanks eighteen forty four ninety four years old captain hanks now in his ninety-fifth year hale hearty a great joker and droll story-teller as an own cousin of abraham lincoln should be says in the spring of eighteen forty when a youth i came north from albany illinois with some cattle buyers and a drove of eighty cattle for the lumberjacks in the woods north of st croix falls 
we came up the east bank of the river following roads already made in the thick woods near the chippewa falls i found an elk's antlers that were the finest i ever saw i was six feet and holding them up they were just my height the spread was about the same of course we camped out nights and i never enjoyed meals more than those on that trip the game was so delicious in our drove of cattle was a cow with a young calf when we came to a wide river we swam all the cattle across but that little calf would not go we tried every way that we knew of to make it then thought we would let it come over when it was ready we rested there two days the mother acted wild and we tied her up the morning we were going to start just as it was getting light she broke away and swam the river the calf ran to meet her but the mother just stood in the water and mooed all at once the calf took to the water and swam with the mother to the other side where it made a hearty breakfast after its two days fast i thought i had never seen any animal quite so human as that cow mother when we got to st croix falls i thought it was a metropolis for it was quite a little town i was back and forth across the river on the minnesota side too in 1843 i helped cut the logs saw them and later raft them down the river to st louis this was the first raft of logs to go down the st croix river lumber rafts had gone before our mill had five saws four frame and one muley a muley saw was a saw without a frame it took a good raftsman to get a raft over the falls it took four st croix rafts to make one mississippi raft i got sixteen dollars a month and found working on a raft i was raised to twenty after a while and to two dollars a day when i could take charge in eighteen forty four we had been up in the woods logging all winter on the snake river the logs were all in cross lake in the boom waiting for a rain to carry them down to the boom of st croix there was a tremendous amount of them for the season before the water had been so low that it was impossible to get many out and we had an unusual supply just cut one day in may there was a regular cloudburst we had been late in getting out the logs as the season was late the snake river overran its banks and the lake filled so full that the boom burst and away went all those logs with a mighty grinding heading straight for the gulf of mexico they swept everything clean at the falls took a mill race even the mill was pretty well broken up too we found some of them on the banks along and some floated in the lake we recovered over half of them we built a boom just where stillwater is today in still water joe brown had a little house about a mile from there there were the logs and the mill at st croix was useless McCusick made a canal from a lake in back and built a mill the lumbermen came and soon there was a straggling little village i moved there myself one of the first i used to take rafts of lumber down the river and bring back a boat for someone loaded with supplies the first one i brought up was the amulet in 1846 she had no deck was open just like a rowboat she had a stern wheel in 1848 wisconsin territory was to be made a state the people there wanted to take all the land into the new state that was east of the rum river we fellows in stillwater and st paul 
wanted a territory of our own as we were the only two towns we wanted the capital of the new territory for one and the penitentiary for the other in the spring in may i think i know it was so cold that we slept in heavy blankets the men from st paul sent for us and about forty of us fellows went over we slept that night in a little hotel on one of the lower bluffs it was a long building with a door in the middle we slept on the floor rolled up in blankets the next day we talked over the questions before mentioned and it was decided that we should vote against the boundary as proposed and have a new territory and that st paul should have the capital and we the penitentiary the decision was ratified at the convention in stillwater the last of august eighteen forty eight the hottest time i ever had in a steamboat race was in may eighteen fifty seven running the galena from galena to st paul a prize had been offered free wharfage for the season amounting to a thousand dollars for the boat that would get to st paul first that year i was up at lake pepin a week before the ice went out waiting for that three-foot ice to go it was dreadful aggravating there was an open channel kind of along one edge and the ice seemed to be all right back of it there were twenty boats all waiting there in bogus bay i made a kind of harbor in the ice by chopping out a place big enough for my boat and she sat in there cozy as could be i anchored her to the ice too the nelson a big boat from pittsburgh was there with a big cargo mostly of hardware nails pretty much there were several steamers that had come from down the ohio when the ice shut in it cut the arcola in two just as if it were a pair of shears and she a paper boat she sank at once it shoved the falls of st anthony a good-sized steamer way out of the water on the niggerheads the pioneer sank it broke the wheels of the nelson and another boat and put them out of commission i stayed in my harbor until morning then steamed away up the little new channel the war eagle locked us at the head of the lake and held on i was at the wheel when we came to sturgeon bay i took a cut in through the bar i found it when i was rafting so i knew they did not know about it that little advantage gained the day for us as it was we burned several barrels of resin and took every chance of meeting our maker we got to st paul at two o'clock in the morning such a hullabaloo as there was such a big tar barrel fire we could plainly see the Kaposia six miles away christmas the company sent me one hundred dollars which came in handy as i was just married end of section three